the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And I'm looking at a little sweetness to my bankroll here, Lundy. Day one of the Sweet 16. We got four games on tap. We're going to give you picks either on the total or on the side, but I wanted to fire off a four-legger for S's and G's alt-line parlay here at the top that I locked and loaded, and DraftKings has got a 20% odds boost right now on a three-leg parlay, so he could you know, utilize that uh, overall bonus and apply it to this four-legger if you want to tail me. So here it goes. Loyola Chicago on the money line is going to win straight up. Baylor on the money line. Arkansas, I'm going to whittle that sucker down to minus five. And I'm going to boost the orange from six or six and a half, depending upon your location. Uh, Here, I've got it at 14 and a half, catching 14 and a half. So Loyola straight up. Baylor straight up, Arkansas minus five, Syracuse plus 14 and a half with the odds boost. That's plus 212, hombre. Ooh, getting seduced by the juice. I like that. Yeah. And we've been talking about these alt-line parlays all season long. People giving us grief, but it puts money in your pocket. Sometimes. <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> Sometimes. it's Inevitably, something will get screwed up in that four-legged or probably Syracuse. will probably end up losing by 15 today. And as a result, uh, I will be you know, crying tears in my beer. Uh, but hopefully the orange will keep it close there and not. Wait a minute. Beer? Beer? Where's uh, well, your tequila? I drank all of it last night, truth be told. Ah, I see. <laughs> it, was, it was such a um, free-flowing night, Lundy, that I decided to break out the absinthe. True story. Ooh, so you went special last night. Yeah. It was a big-time Friday in the Evans household. I, I went hard. Uh, when you go uh, down the wormwood rabbit hole, uh, negative things tend to happen. So <laughs> that's why I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> bit, I'm a little bit hung chow this morning. I'm, I'm dragging slightly right now, but we power through here just for you, our loyal listeners of the Faith and Always podcast. And look, the tournament. Obviously, as well, in a full swing. We're getting to the second weekend here, tipping things off later today with Loyola Chicago, Oregon State, and DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet, and that team winning their next game and there's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test and putting your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook so here's what you got to do download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN again promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 at the college basketball team if you're choosing pulls off the W that's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. On this day one of the Sweet 16, let's get to it with this Saturday edition of the Fade 5. 
number five. All right, let's go ahead and tip things off. Uh, it, nerves are going to be on high at Casa de Lundy uh, today because right out of the gate, his Oregon State Beavers are taking on Cameron Quatrig and the fighting sister jeans of Loyola, Chicago. I'm not going to focus on the line. Remember, I took it earlier in the week uh, at minus six and a half with the Ramblers, but I like the under here, Lundy. At 125 and a half, and I've seen it some books, it's down at 124 and a half, and I would still take the under there. This is going to be a grind it out, slow it down, bleed the shot clock kind of game. Uh, Loyola Chicago, one of the slowest teams in the country, north of 300 adjusted tempo, and guess what? So is Oregon State. Uh, both these teams relish living in the half court. And, and knowing the defensive stranglehold that Loyola Chicago can place on its opponents, you know, they really slam them in the Iron Maiden and throw away the key, uh, giving up south of 0.900 points per possession here these last six games. I think it's just going to be a tough road to hoe of Oregon State putting ball through basket with that pressure and trapping defense. Uh, Oregon State is prone to turnovers, which could lead to some easy buckets and sprint outs, but I'm not really sure this game escapes the 50s. Lundy overall. So fade or follow under 125 and a half. Your beeves going up against Loyola Chicago. You keep putting me on the spot with my team here, brother, because, you know, I'm trying to, you know, maybe do the reverse psychology, but you know what? I got to follow you on this one. I think this is going to be a slow moving game, and I'm very concerned about that press, especially after we saw what Oklahoma State could do to Oregon State. They do not have a true point guard, which means that uh, you do that full court pressure and Loyola does that. It's going to slow things down. And if they do get it across the half court line, we're talking we're talking uh, that that half court setup on offense going to be nice and slow going to feel like we're back in the 80s with Ralph Miller at Oregon State as coach trust me we're going to follow and stay way low on the total it is a slow jam so definitely under on that total number four all right let's move on to game numero dos on this Saturday slate how about the Villanova Wildcats taking on the Baylor Bears and Baylor is laying seven and a half in this one Lundy and I'm still siding with the chalk here, as I did earlier in the week. I locked it in at 7. Um, you know, the Baylor Bears, I think, are just going to really humble this Villanova Wildcats team. Again, down Colin Gillespie, uh, their premier facilitator, two-way player that's uh, irreplaceable. And, you know, they really haven't been exposed with his absence these first couple of games. But that was against Winthrop and North Texas. Now you're facing the mighty, the vaunted, the daunting Bears uh, there from Waco. And, you know, I think Baylor's just, you know, their three-point arcsmanship is is too stellar, too accurate. They're shooting 40.1% from way downtown in their last seven games. And, you know, Villanova defensively, number 237 on the season in three-point percentage D. And they're building skyscrapers, shooting just 30.1% from along the perimeter here in their last six contests. The offense has changed. Uh, it's rolling through JRE and Samuels and more. And Villanova's been scoring at will in side in these first couple of NCAA tournament games, but with Chamuchachua, Everyday John they call him, uh, Mark Vital, uh, I think they're going to be disrupted around the 10, and if those three-point shots are not falling, uh, I think Baylor could ultimately bludgeon this Villanova team. So I'm laying the 7.5. I'm sticking to my guns from earlier this week. I think it's going to be a 10-plus point 
victory for Scott Drew's crew. Fade or follow? I'm going to follow on this one, and I wish that I had grabbed this point total, Brad, earlier in the week when it was actually just slightly lower because I think this actually could have been, you know, when it was at like six and a half or seven, it just happened to spread out from there. This seven and a half, I, I still think Baylor can wind up covering it. I'm surprised at the number of public tickets that are on Villanova and are ignoring how good this Baylor team is. So I'm going against what the public's doing. I'm going against Villanova. You're right. They have played nobody, frankly, in these first two rounds. It's time for them to get a rude wake-up call against Baylor. Adios, amigos, Villanova. Number three. All right, let's move on our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight pick of the day. Don't know what Monkey Knife Fight is? Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. String together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you cash on the more or less or the over the under, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. And use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. Now, Lundy. Uh, is the heater still burning brightly in the NHL? Because you've been scorching the sports books here uh, these last couple of days. So give me an NHL pick, but recap what you did last night because I'm curious. Well, last night we went uh, one and one with the picks off of the uh, podcast. So we did actually cool off just slightly, but we are uh, rolling pretty hot so far this week. And let's see if we can roll with another team that's hot. That is the Nashville Predators. Uh, Later tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern time puck drop going up against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Chicago kind of surprising. This is a team that frankly is in rebuild mode, but they're going to be at the United Center. uh, And this is a big time uh, matchup in the Central Division. Nashville, though, is also on a little bit of a heater uh, and singing some uh, nice music coming out of Nashville. Uh, (laughs) They've won five out of their last six. They've also won three in a row. So I'll tell you what, Brad, let's not just consider maybe Nashville on the money line, which is, by the way, at a plus 102 but how about we get really freaky and we take Ooh. nashville to win it in Ooh. regulation oh and let's boost that juice up to a plus 167 i like the way the predators are playing right now yes they are the road team and home teams so far in this nhl season have done very well but i think what nashville is doing the little bit of the streak that they're on i think what chicago has been doing is going to come to an end at home tonight so if you want take nashville on the money line easy plus 102 but if you really want to have some fun get seduced by the juice on the regulation no overtime no shootout take the preds and that on DraftKings sportsbook is a plus 167 oh you had me at freaky number two all right let's move on uh, back to the sweet 16 in another matchup here uh tipping off later today oral roberts the cinderella story of the south region going up against the arkansas razorbacks and you know you and i have been sitting in the front of that must bus uh, this entire NCAA tournament, really over the second half of the NCAA basketball season. And we're not getting off that bus. We're not flying out the window and rolling down the road. No, we're hawking the damn horn. I am all about Arkansas. I'm going to lay the chalk here, minus 11 and a half. And a rematch, remember, of a game that was played back in late December. Arkansas won that game by an 11 point margin. So hopefully our friend or foe, Yar Mimetes, Captain Hook, will not come into play here. And I don't think it will. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to neutralize 
this electric offense of the Golden Eagles. Uh, too much length, too much athleticism, and too much ball pressure. Uh, they have forced an opponent turnover these last six games, 21.4% of the time, limiting the opposition as well, just 41.7%, Lundy, inside the arc. Yes, I love the story of Mad Max, uh, Acemas, and O'Banner, and Thompson. Uh, these guys can really fire it from way downtown, but just like in the first game, Justin Smith is going to be too much to handle. Why? Well, you look at Oral Roberts north of 288 nationally in offensive and defensive rebounding percentage. That paint presence of Smith, who went bonkers in the first match between these two teams, is going to resurface yet again. So, too much Smith, too much Moody, J.D. Dote. they got a ton of scores that come after you. Yes, it's going to be briskly paced. Yes, it's going to be a ton of fun to watch. But I think the clock will indeed strike midnight for Cinderella. So give me Arkansas minus 11 and a half. Feed or follow. I will follow on this one as well because Cinderella's slipper is about to fall off. Now, here's what I do agree with what you were just saying. This is going to be a fast pace. I think this is going to be a ton of fun for about 30 or 32 minutes. Yeah. And then yeah. I and then I think Arkansas takes over in the final say 8 to 10 minutes of this game and pulls away and it winds up being something where if you are on Arkansas at the minus number you're going to be sweating for a little bit but then late in the game you're going to realize why you took Arkansas to roll into the elite 8. I, again, close for a while, really entertaining and then Arkansas is going to put them away. Yep, I totally agree. Woo, pig, suey. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, let's get to the final game here on this Saturday opening Sweet 16 act, and that is Syracuse in Houston. And I've gone back and forth with the line, uh, Lundy. I can't make up my damn mind. That's uh, why I had it in that little four-leg alt-line parlay. It's like, oh, the hell with it. I'll just, you know, move the spread up to 14 and a half, and I don't have to worry about it so much. I, I think the line at six or six and a half is spot on, and that's why I'm going to pivot to the under in this game, which is ballooned now to 141 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I think Houston's going to be able to control pace and tempo. Uh, Syracuse is a phenomenal transition team, uh, a team that is above average in terms of just a tempo on the season. So they do relish a breakneck pace. Houston, other than that, they want to keep you in the half-court setting. You know, Houston can fly in transition when they get those sprint outs on occasion, but this is a team that's number 324 in the nation and adjusted tempo and 325 in average possession length. They have an extraordinary defensive game plan, and whether or not they solve the 2-3 zone, it could take considerable time for them uh, to crack that code. So that would suppress the scoring in this game early on, and uh, your chances of hitting the under uh, really increase substantially. So, again, I think the line is excellent. Not going to touch it, but I do love the under in this game at 141. Feed or follow. Well, let's go five for five on a Saturday. Brian. Yeah, why I'll follow not? On. Yeah, exactly. I'll follow on this one. And it's because I legitimately think this could be a game that is like 33 to 31 at halftime. Because I think you could see Houston take a while to figure out what to do with this Syracuse defense. Um, I do think Houston wins. I do think they pull away late. But um, I, I could see this being a first half that is extremely slow. And therefore, you might even want to keep an eye on the live line as this game is going 
going because the pace of that defense of the Orange could really influence what we see on the live line. But I will follow you on this one. I think the final stays below 140. All right, there you go. Five for five, Lundy. How about that on follows? Uh, and good luck with your NHL pick. I'll follow you. I'll reciprocate because, again, I know nothing about hockey. And uh, you've been nailing it, my friend. For sure. All right, that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this program. Really helps us out tremendously. And check out FTN Bets, FTN Fantasy, FTNDaily.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code EVANS to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, Fade or follow that is up to you. Feed the noise.